Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to How to Cope. Every episode, writer Becky Howard, that's me, and my friend psychotherapist Lucy Clyde will be talking about how we can look after our mental health during the coronavirus crisis and beyond. Because whatever type of pandemic you're having, it's hard on all of us. So let's try and get through it the best way we can by talking. This episode, we're talking about parental burnout and whether there's anything we can do about it. Morning, Lucy. Morning, Becky. Hello. How are you today? I'm fine. Bright and bushy-tailed, as usual. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. You, are, you are a morning person. I, I am not, but that's We okay. were just talking about early. that, weren't we? We were. We were. Um, do you know what I've done? I've made, I've made a massive mistake today. Well, oh, a small mistake. Yeah. I put perfume on. Uh-huh. Um, uh, maybe just to see you, Lucy. Maybe the oh, idea of, of God, seeing God. you across the digital screen. I thought I'd make the effort, and yeah, now I'm. But, but but now I'm shut in my tiny box, oh. and I I can't bear the smell. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm trapped in the kind of Phoenix perfume department. Oh, no. <laughs> you know that horrible kind of cloying wave yeah. yeah when you feel a little bit unwell and you need to rush out and get some fresh air there you go okay, there's a tip first tip of the day it's like don't, don't put shut. perfume on if you're about to shut yourself in a cupboard <laughs> you see the things we have learned during lockdown now you would never ever have learned that lesson that's very true global pandemic so you know there is, there's definitely a book in this lucy <laughs> We can add that to the plus list, right? We've yeah. got to the pros. Yes. <laughs> the um, oh, my goodness. Anyway, so while I try and not smell my own okay. while you try not to horrific odour, <laughs> um, we're going to talk. We're going we're gonna to talk about um, a big issue at the moment, aren't we, that's, that's um, really taking its toll on many, many, many of us, um, which is, oh, my gosh, for those of us with children – um uh, which is many millions how bloody hard and a whole fresh kind of set of difficulties that we are now having to deal with yeah. in lockdown um i know we're coming to the end of things but um we're still deeply in it and for those of us with children at home things are 
incredibly hard for multiple reasons, aren't they? Yeah, they really are. They really, really are. This has been going on a long time, hasn't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the opportunity cumulative stress. <laughs> you know, having thought it couldn't get much harder. And I there are lots of different ways in which it feels incredibly hard. Um and I think one of the main reasons is the cumulative effect of all this. Mm-hmm. Um and I've I've mentioned this before, or maybe not on the podcast, but um one of my kids the other day actually uh, was very upset and then admitted to me she was upset because she felt guilty that she had enjoyed the first lockdown um, and she'd had a lovely time and she missed it. Um, and this idea of nostalgia for what what I felt at the time was quite a tricky time yeah. was, was a very confusing one because in one way I was glad that she hadn't had an awful traumatic time that she was scarred for life by um but on the other hand she was basically saying that I hate this lockdown um and she's not she's not enjoying it funnily enough with the cold and the wind and the freezing temperatures and the and the very stressed out parents Mm -hmm. um so this idea that it's harder for everybody because we don't have the reserves of maybe nervous energy or novelty, perhaps, that kind of powered us through in the first, you know, the, those two to three months of proper lockdown last spring. And what we are instead is quite low. Uh, we are tetchy, we are stressed, we're tired, we're anxious, we're exhausted. But I think now what's different is that because the world has, you know, this has become... Our lives. This has become. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is. Mm-hmm. We are very, very firmly adjusted into this now, and I think with that, these expectations have started to climb as well, and that's expectations on everybody to function as we were pre-pandemic. And yes. I think at the beginning, it was very clear that we'd all been shot into space, and this was in. You know, expecting functioning was sort of bordering on madness, uh, because everybody was in shock and it, w- wildly acclimatizing and really struggling. But I think that. That sort of that compassionate acknowledgement has slightly gone, and yeah. it's now well, you know, you know what, folks, the world has to keep turning, and that applies to kids as well. And I think that, you know, the difference is now that a lot more children seem to be giving much more structured schooling with deadlines and expectations than you they are, were the first time around. You are one hundred percent right. There was definitely an element of well, if you you know, last year, if you managed to get them to do a little bit of work, then that's yeah. absolutely fine, yeah. and that was swirling around from everybody, yeah. from the, from schools, from friends, from everybody. It's not the same now. No. Um, there is absolutely an expectation that all children should be doing work, submitting work, doing X, Y, and Z, um, and that stress has really added to the yeah. burden I've felt and many 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 people I've read about and, and articles and stuff as parents so there's this expectation now that we've had time to get used to this we've all we've all been under this cosh for a year basically mm-hmm. and so therefore this new lockdown or well, not new this this current lockdown mm-hmm. well you just get on with each buckle down but you can't let things slide so for many of us it means we're trying to maintain our careers um uh in whatever shape they are we are trying to maintain our kids education we're trying to maintain a relationship with our children we're trying to look after our household we're trying to do all of these things Mm. 
without without the uh that kind of novelty newness energy it wasn't a great lot i'm not saying it was all happy energy it was very anxious energy wasn't it very worried and what the hell is going on we were all feeling last year Uh, and absolute panic but that has settled down now into a kind of stone it's like an internal stone i feel that a lot of people are carrying with them which is a feeling of I am just struggling. I am just slogging my way through to the end of every single day. Yeah. And same, isn't it? it really is hard. And, and as I a think, parent, yeah. it leaves you feeling like you are doing a really shit job. Like not even like, okay job. You're just doing a bit of a crap job, you know, failing, whatever. Leave you feeling like you're failing at everything. Yeah. And there's definitely, I'm not saying it's like this every single day, because obviously I don't want to, you know, I know that, you know, sometimes we we can kind of just get through and, and actually yeah. have some nice moments. And sometimes it depends on your 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 own energy, doesn't it? You can get through that day and you can think, that's all right, it's okay. Yeah. Count your blessings, everything like that. Yeah. And then other times you can feel like you are just in the pit. Yeah, you just can't and, do that. You can't, you can't maintain that. You know, there has to be room to, to slide into the pit. I mean, I think, I think, you know, it's sort of, we may have lost sight of just how extreme this is and just how much we were asking from ourselves. And I think that's my sort of, my, my concern is I think that, you know, again, with <laughs> my senses, and I could probably, you know, talk from a personal place here a bit as well, is that a big characteristic of being a parent is feeling like you are constantly sort of slightly failing. Yeah. So, I mean, and I think, and I think that's just, the the space you have to get a bit comfortable inhabiting you know you will drop several balls a day you just have to try and make sure that there are no major ones and let the rest of it go and I I think that is that's 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 one of the really hard things about about being a parent is that sort of that knowledge that you're kind of slightly permanently on the edge of messing everything up and um, it really holds a mirror up to you doesn't it it really holds a mirror up to who you think you are and your limits man your <laughs> limits like I thought I tell you I thought I was somebody I <laughs> hello well, it's, yeah it's been a big lesson like I you know guess what I'm not invincible and I'm not superhuman and I can't do everything and that's been you know I have to relearn that's a lesson I have to relearn every day but mm, I think mm. the thing about when you're now being asked to work from home and homeschool is we've slightly just lost sense of quite what it is we're being asked to do here because you're trying to do everything without any structural support at all there is no systemic support and no structural support and no institution that works no society no organization no institution that actually functions functions without systemic support ever 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 no civilization what do you mean by systemic support i mean that structures that are in place to facilitate progress and life so you don't mean zoom classes i do not not (laughs) zoom no i mean hooray hooray for the technology hooray for the zoom classes and huge 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 hats off to all the teachers and teaching assistants who are still working um, incredibly hard under the most impossible sets of circumstances i cannot imagine how they're doing i really don't you Mm. know it's it systemic support i mean it's that stuff about so if you think about how, let's say, how an office normally runs, okay, mm. so an office will have some IT support, they'll have somebody to clean, they'll have somebody to lock up, they'll have somebody to kind of, um, I don't know, 
make sure that the water coolers are refilled if people are still using that. Yeah, like yeah, all of that is fixed, and that you know the desks are in the right place, and you know there is kind of infrastructure, and then you have different teams allocated to different jobs, right?、So、I see where you're going with this. Do you? Ah,、uh, yes, where I do. Where am I going with this? Oh, you're so sharp. You're so ahead of. I'm. Yeah. Is that yeah. basically we we. That us us parents who are at home with our children are being asked to do all of those jobs, we are all、everything. of the time. We are、yeah. everything all the time, and you know, kids get up early, and some of them stay up quite late. So, <laughs> little bastards, why do they so, just go to bed? So you can be talking about a fourteen-hour rolling day with no breaks. Yeah, and again, there are many, many directives, many legal directives against working those kinds of hours. <laughs> Not for us, <laughs> for all kinds of really good reasons. Like you know, that's that's,、yeah. that's, that's called prevention of health and safety, right there. You know, <laughs> is、yeah. is is the fourteen hour day with no with no breaks and being permanently on call. But the thing is, at the moment, we know that what、well, we know that we might not、uh, acknowledge that sort of consciously all the time. But there's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing、right? we can do. There's no there's no practical no solution to the current state, and I think that's where a lot of parents are finding that hard. Which is, yes, I know I'm being pulled in millions of different directions, and I'm being expected to do all this, and that's not possible. Like I I cannot be a great X Y and Z all the time, and it's not healthy to be.、Mm-hmm. Ex- Putting that pressure on yourself, but we're buggered if we can do anything about it because we can't demand the school. You know, it's totally understandable、yeah. that the schools are closed. It's totally understandable that, that that schools are sending loads more lessons to make sure the kids don't fall behind. But it, it the the constant pile up of all these things on you when you are the the adult, the responsible adult, can just really leave you feeling. Absolutely weighed down,、oh, and stressed, and anxious, and and、uh, you know, just I am very, very low about what you're doing and and how you are actually being when you feel responsible for for your kids all the time. I mean, I think I think the thing is, it is, it is entirely intolerable this situation. It is, and yet we are having to tolerate it. And when that happens, you know, I mean, I know we've talked about toxic stress, and I think. That's in there, but I think what we're talking about is also parental burnout,、um, mm. which is a very, very real thing, and it is the thing that parents we find it really hard to admit to,、uh, because the guilt and the sense of failure inherent is saying, actually, yeah, I do have parental burnout, is so immense that most people would rather sort of, I don't know,、um, frenziedly clean. <laughs> All night, then admit that actually maybe you've come to the end of functioning in this way for now, and it's really hard. I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's there's actually I think we've t- touched on this before that one of the sort of maybe nice side effects of the pandemic is、um, a, a more open honesty about how we're feeling and how we're how we're actually feeling we're managing. That's true, and I. I suppose it depends on what kind of person you are and what kind of friendships you have and how、yeah. how you f- do you feel able to talk about it. And I definitely feel that people are being quite open about their own failings or their sense of their own failings. And perhaps that's because we are trying again to find these connections where we can. So if you're on a WhatsApp group or you're 
chatting to someone on a Zoom or on the phone, I think there is that extra element. Not for everybody. I'm, I'm not saying everybody is, is comfortable admitting these things. But for certainly from my point of view, I've seen far more people, myself included, totally prepared to say, I, I can't believe what I did today. I yeah. lost my shit or, or yeah. I cannot stand them anymore. I yeah. want to just run away. Yeah. <laughs> I need to pack my bag and run. And I think that's great. I mean, I think you're right. And, you know, and here we are talking about it, you know, in, in very openly as well. And I, I, I think you're right. And I, you know, that is, that is a I mean, that, that's, that's key to surviving, you know, to surviving this is being able to acknowledge to ourselves and to each other that we're being asked to tolerate what's become pretty intolerable uh, and there's no end in sight and that, you know, nobody nobody copes very well and that's, 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 that's you know, going to make it, the strain is going to tell and sometimes it's quite dramatic and quite horrible. And I think, you know, the thing about parental burnout is that it's characterised by a sense of intense fatigue uh, and that's sort of slightly different from how utterly gruelling parenting is anyway and how tired it makes you anyway it's a sort of that fatigue of I just can't go on fatigue and that fatigue of not ever of a good day not really resetting it mm. so you know when you have a good day and everything goes really well but then you sort of you're still feeling really dragged and really pulled and it's almost it's quite a physical feeling that's that mm. you know, with with parental burnout the other thing is feeling a bit disconnected from your children emotionally so noticing that for example something that you might have really enjoyed or liked or thought was really cute now just makes you want to shout and scream and throw things or walk out the room or you know and you notice that your reactions are getting much harder much quicker your tolerance is zapping and actually you feel a bit emotional you, you know you're doing a very self-protective thing of slightly having to emotionally remove yourself from your children because you cannot take any more because you're not getting the break You've got not getting that not, space. You're not getting any breaks. You're not getting any space. And crucially, you know, you aren't getting anything. You aren't getting enough back in your tank. So, you know, if we're, yeah. you know, just to think about sort of the fuel tank metaphor, you know, um, it's all going out and nothing is coming in and nothing can come in because you can't because because what you can I mean you can do something to recharge and to help but you can't you probably can't cure this not, right now not in a meaningful way you know you might be no. able to go out and have a half an hour walk with there a friend or something and like that, that helps but it's it helps but it's obviously it's it's yeah. it's tiny little drops isn't it yeah. and it yeah. was interesting you say that about about that that thing of not being able to distance yourself and that connection and it's Something that is goes on in my head a lot is because I'm constantly around my children and I'm constantly basically having to, to be the part of me that is a parent, right? Because yeah. we're all, you know, we're all multiple, whether we're yeah. parents or not, we are all many, many different people. And we have different people with different friends, aren't we? Yeah. And, and different parts of our lives. And that's the thing that's really enjoyable. Um, but when you're just parenting the whole time, you're not seeing your friends, maybe not going into an office, you're not doing all the different things that make you a bit more of a rounded person. You are just being this one note person. And I have, you know, had my internal voice listening to me, listening to my, myself, telling my kids off, asking them to pick up this thing. Can you put away your breakfast bowl? Can you do da da da? And, you know, responding to all these, basically just being this very officious or irritable or instructive person. Mm. and me hearing myself going oh my god I'm a massive like buzzkill like <laughs> shut up when did Who's I become this, this person yeah. god, this I asshole. hate you <laughs> I don't want to you know, know you 
yeah where's that part of me that you know was a bit more fun a bit more engaging a bit more had different opinions about stuff like or you know all those kind of things that maybe you were a bit more I don't know proud about yourself or enjoyed more or that they feel like they've all kind of left the building right now and you're just left with this like moaning on Yes. And it's not nice to hear yourself like that. I feel like that's who you are. No, it's horrible. It's just, it's so horrible. I think the thing that I noticed is I've run out of ideas. (laughs) (laughs) What should we do today? Ball your socks. (laughs) Ball your socks up. There you go. There you go. Here's the laundry basket. Here's how we put socks into a ball. This is what we're doing today. Uh, You know, Mm. it's, it's, um, I don't know, I've, I've run out of ideas and that feels to me like on the sort of parental burnout spectrum in that sort of that constellation of, of you know, of feelings, which is about just being tapped out mentally a bit and, mm-hmm. and not getting the refueling because normally I would get ideas from, well, mainly other people, if I'm honest, and <laughs> a little bit of exposure because, you know, I'm a plagiarist. <laughs> I'm none of my own. Uh, you know, uh, magpie. You're a lovely yeah, magpie. No magpie. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm tapped out. So I'm sort of drumming my fingers at the weekends, trying to think of things to do that are fun and that aren't me going tidy up, put this away. Yeah. Why haven't you yeah. done this? And becoming an, like you said, hearing that horrible voice come out of your own mouth, and then how mm. you feel and how hard it is to kind of forgive ourselves and you know the sense that we might feel that our children aren't feeling particularly loved in that moment is really hard yeah Yeah, and 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 that uh, something we've sort of touched on briefly which is this idea that the kids are a little bit burned down as well uh you know the way that you know a lot of them a lot of them may have enjoyed or not you know i'm not you know sort of assuming everyone had a marvelous time but some of them might have been able to get something out of the first lockdown um and for them, it's hard as well. And they are isolated from their lives. And so therefore, whatever age they are, whether they're, you know, little tinies or whether they're up to teenagers, they are acting out. They are pushing back at this yeah. in the only way they know how, which is usually to be really difficult. Behavioural. It's behavioural. All behavior- yeah. When it comes to kids, all behaviour is communication, right? That's how yes. they do it. It's they they communicate yes. through the behaviors. So the tantrums, the crying, the refusals, the you know shutting yourselves in various rooms, you know, all of that kind of stuff. The you know singing while you're trying to talk to them, all that stuff. That's all. <laughs> Sorry, that just makes me. <laughs> that's all. Uh, that's all. That's all. You know that that that's all communication. And you know they they will they may not be able to cognitively grasp. They may not Why? be able to say, mm. I'm being asked to do the impossible here all the time, but they will be communicating it in other ways and they'll be experiencing it in their little slightly stressed bodies as well. Mm. That, will mm. be, that will be acting out. So no, you know, every, and everyone will be bouncing off each other as well. So it's really hard. No and when I'm, when I'm in a slightly more, yes, and when I'm in a slightly more generous or kind of calmer state of mind, I can totally appreciate that. Yeah. And I can try and cut them a little bit more slack. But unfortunately, I find that that is, you know, those days are few and far between. So I suppose my question or my kind of, you know, thought with this is given that we cannot we cannot make any dramatic changes to this situation. I mean, hopefully it it won't be for that much longer, but it's it's taken its toll already and we're really in the pit. 
is there anything we can do for our mental health and for theirs? Yes. Or mainly for ours. <laughs> that doesn't involve packing a bag and running away. Uh, where would you yes. work? You know, there's anywhere to go right now. So that, oh, option, I know. that option's just go. <laughs> filled, filled with traumatised, glazed adults rocking back and forth on their heels, counting the lemons, desperate. Yeah. <laughs> going this is my place <laughs> self-soothing yeah <laughs> behaviors in all kinds of weird ways yeah my god um I, th- I think i think it's 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 unfortunate it's that same old same old for me it's a it, it's a, something of a perspective shift uh and that is the first thing is allowing yourself to really truly understand that you're being asked to do the impossible and that you will fail um but and that has to be okay and I think it's really there are some really really important things to remember about the worry about keeping up with your kids education and I think that the reality is that quite a lot of us and I I'm I'm one of these people missed a lot of school when we were kids and managed to catch up well I was I I I was quite unwell as a child for a chunk of time so I, I missed a year catching up catching up was not easy but it was doable. And I mean, and I was the only kid in my class in that situation. They're all going to go back and they're all going to be in that situation. Which is quite a saving grace, really, isn't it? It's really massive. It's really massive. Lots and lots and lots and lots of people through for all kinds of reasons beyond our control, end up missing chunks of school and do okay, ultimately, at the end of it. So I think it's quite important to remember that, that it, you know, this, this may not finish them off educationally speaking it probably won't right so they just take the pressure off I really like what you just said then um not uh, I know you've like you said before this whole thing of like changing perspective and and we've we've talked about that in in many kind of different aspects we've kind of you know leveled it up and leveled it down but that that thing that I don't think you said before which is know that you will fail yeah and it's not just going oh be a bit easier on yourself and lower your expectations It's actually going, well, this isn't possible. You cannot do all these things, not just the children's education, but you cannot do all these things that you need to do as an adult anyway, like your job, your home, your relationship, whatever. You can't. No. So they're not going to, you're not going to pull them all off because it's not humanly possible. So there you go. Basically. And I think if you accept that, that is it's quite radical in a way isn't it deeply radical and very very freeing know that you will fail and I think you know with lots of situations you can adjust your standards but and and scale up and scale down and all that stuff but this is not that this is not that situation if you're a homeschooling working parent right now you are going to fail and you have in there has to be a part of you that allows yourself to be a, a little bit okay with that i think yeah no i, I i'm i'm contemplating that as are you, you um, yeah Ooh, really how, am how does it feel to know that you are gonna fail it's quite nice really mm. well i probably have well i have been already do you know what i mean it yeah. but it's it's that but it's that if you're trying to accept or if you're changing your uh, perspective and going well i am gonna fail so that's fine rather than beating yourself up for the failure and feeling that's that's the, the worst bit isn't it is the feeling that you're you're failing you're failing because you're not capable yeah you know that's that's what pulls a lot yeah. of people into the pit yeah. is Absolutely. i've i've fucked up yeah right yeah so it's well, my I mean, fault it's my fault i'm a rubbish parent yeah and rather than try, you know, I'm not saying we're going to suddenly 
sort ourselves out overnight but rather than think that understand that it's the situation there's it's it's an impossible situation so therefore we are only human this will not all go brilliantly well we are going to fail somehow so yes there you go hopefully by internalizing that for ourselves we can slightly adapt and adjust our behavior towards our children as well because we have got to know that they are being asked to do the impossible uh as well you know we all are and they won't they are going to fail too although fail is such a strong word to apply to children and appalling but you know that basically they're not gonna they're not gonna do it all they're not gonna no they're not gonna stay physically well and you know sticking to a balanced diet while doing all their schoolwork and maintaining their relationships and hiding <laughs> their rooms they forget about it forget about it why why <laughs> where is there is no joy there at all they're gonna fail we're all failing fine fuck it let us fail uh, it's just <laughs> we're gonna fail fail kindly at least right fail in yes. giving way it's fine. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I also loved what you just said about forget about the healthy diet. That is definitely yeah. something that is a radical change in our household where, okay, I didn't have, I wasn't ever that parent who didn't allow my kids to eat sugar. I really, yeah. really wasn't. But I used to have some kind of cap on the amount of crap that yeah. was in our house. Yeah. That, that doesn't, I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's like ice cream, chocolate bars, right. Uh, treats yeah. uh, just just coming out yeah. of our ears yeah. and I I don't think I can ever pull this back <laughs> no you probably can't <laughs> my kids are all going to be toothless by the time they're like you know in their teens yeah but you know it, yeah that's fine that's fine it's fine <laughs> it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it has to be yeah. okay and that that will help us take the edge off the burnout the other really important thing is that when we when we accept our failure uh, and are kind about it what it does is it allows us to shift a bit of perspective about what really matters here because in okay. burnout and in stress we 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 often end up focusing on all the peripherals and we lose sight of what's at the heart of things and what matters and what holds us all together and the number one thing, if you're a parent or in a family unit of any kind, really, with or without children, is your relationship with the people, those people, you, with those people, with your with, with, with your family. And um, all of this frenzy gets in the way. It means we actually, it puts such a strain on our relationships. We talk to our children in very unloving ways because we're so fried. And when finally it is all over, we have to, tr- you know, we'll be left, we'll all be left still together and we need to yeah, make, hopefully, yeah. try and, you know, maintain these relationships in the best way we can. And, you know, the thing is that our, we are, we are relational beings. Our entire wiring is about relating. We don't do very well outside of a loving, holding, dependable, safe, secure relationship. And that in, that's all of us. None of us function at our best. And I think the difficulty with lockdown as it is now is that a lot of the focus has become on functioning. 
Mm. not on being not on relating you know it's just about well I've got to get this done and I've got to get that done right and we've so we've become very reduced to functional units and that's a fundamentally unhealthy place to be for human beings for any duration of time and it's pretty miserable and it's as we've attested awful as well it's just joyless. yeah it's just joyless and when the joy is gone you've got to ask yourself what you know so the the kind of the 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 way the kind of little door we can try and open to get ourselves out of that is that permission to fail absolutely not just not just permission just knowledge (laughs) fundamental knowledge certainty yeah it's not yeah it's not even permission it's absolute certainty I love it I love it I'm just gonna like think about what I can actively go and fail at right now so certain to just look failures in this situation failure is an absolute guaranteed certainty it's just we have to think about we have to think about where we're failing and mm. and the most important thing every, probably most things are detail except for the relationship we have with the people who love us and need us okay that's that all right focus, right that is yeah that really is yeah okay lucy i think we should leave it there <laughs> and, and go off and fail some, go off and really do some failing i'm gonna go off and fail at something now again yeah me too not for the first time today and it's not even lunchtime <laughs> yet so hooray i'm really acing this <laughs> aren't we all all right take care lucy take care becky take care bye bye thanks for listening to how to cope with becky howard and lucy clyde If you enjoyed our podcast, please leave a review, like and subscribe. It makes a huge difference and we really appreciate it. The music is Cold Funk by Kevin MacLeod and used under a Creative Commons licence. You can follow us on Twitter too at cope underscore podcast. Thanks again and check in soon for the next episode of How to Cope. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.